2: Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 18 of the very popular, the very splendid, the very bar- Bar, bars on top of bars <laughs> podcast series. Yeah, but I'm just excited that the NBA champion for the first time ever is a team from our neighbors up north, and you know how Lamb is, and will always be down with the six. I'm just excited, man. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, man, and, 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 and congrats to uh, the city of Toronto. Um, congrats to the, um, the country of Canada. Mm-hmm um you know super pumped for them to get their first ring um you know what i what, what i actually learned after doing some digging into the city of toronto it's actually a very diverse uh place um because queens where we're from originally nick uh-huh. um is is one of the most diverse places in the world by statistic yes i guess and, and guess who's up there with queens they and said. new york and queens is toronto nice so you know had me thinking if i could ever see myself living in toronto
2: yeah. listen let me tell you something about toronto it's it's a, a a lot it's a it's a more cleaner version a much cleaner version of new york city just just walking on the side there's no debris there's no trash everywhere you know it seems like the the dumpsters are like nicely compact and everything is in order you know it's not just wild shit all over the place uh as far as uh um how can i say this in in pg terms uh a a (laughs) lot of nice visuals on the eyes beautiful city if you know what i mean boys and girls and it was just dope man i had a great time i've been up there twice i went up in the summertime and in the winter winter it's no different than it is in new york sometimes it gets really bad they do get worse worse winter like snow and shit uh but you know this isn't a weather show it's a sports show the city of toronto toronto raptors first nba championship I believe it's 25 years since their first game ever. So, pretty short turnaround if you really consider it. I believe yeah. the, the MLS is around that age, too. So, this is a relatively new team, a new franchise in the NBA, one of the newer teams and franchises in the NBA. You know, don't tell me Oklahoma City Thunder because they were the Seattle Supersonics. Uh, Imp, let's get right to it, man. We have a lot, a lot of to- talking points. Overall thoughts yeah. on the NBA Finals, man.
1: Uh, I mean, it, it's unfortunate about the injuries. Um, we know about KD, um, but then the Clay injury happens, and it's much more. Well, first, the ha- it's funny because right first it's the hamstring, yeah. right, and then it's the ACL. So it's 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 you know it's the double whammy there. Um, but you have to give credit to Toronto, man. A lot of people forget the Pascal Siakam game one. Cal um, Lowry kind of stepping it up as well. Um, although he was shaky in Game Six, to say the least, in the beginning he definitely turned it up towards the end. Um, it's like it's like it's unfortunate about the injuries because you never really know what what you know what would happen. And Nick, you have plenty of things to say about the Warriors going up against teams that have gotten injured, so I'll, I'll leave yep. that to you. But you have to give credit to Words due uh, when it comes to the Toronto Raptors. Squad um, has definitely solidified himself as a top what two player in the NBA at this point right now, if not. You know, there's arguments to be made for him to be the best player in the in, in the world right now, and I know everyone suffers from recency bias, but it's just the fact that you know he does remarkable things on both ends of the floor. Two championships for Kawhi, two Finals MVPs. Um, you know, you know what can I say about Nick Nurse? Oh, uh, by the way, there's a trend of first year head coaches winning rings. Steve Kerr, mm-hmm. Ty Lu, and now Nick Nurse. So, um, you know, kind of continuing that trend uh, in Toronto. Um, you know, I think uh, our buddy Eric put it in the group chat that Kawhi uh, enrolled his daughter into school in Canada or, or in Toronto. So mm-hmm. who knows what who knows what happens there. Um, but yeah, just just overall, really impressed with um, with Toronto. They they made all the right month made all the right moves. Gasol move at the deadline. Um, you know, you know, hats off, a uh, uh, kudos to the Toronto Raptors.
2: For those of you that listen to the wrestling podcast, you know that every now and then my dogs bark in the background. If I don't know if you caught that. So if my house is being robbed upstairs, I have no idea of what's going on, but I heard the dogs. So I'm sure you guys might've heard the dogs. Uh, as far as the enrollment goes, I will say, I did some research on that after Eric put it in the chat. Um, it happens often, man. It happens more often than you think, where people, it, where they're rumored to go, they'll enroll their kids just sort of like a RSVP to a wedding so that Usually, I believe there's a deadline, a certain point before you can actually get into the school.
1: So, like a just-in-case. So, it's just like a
2: just-in-case, you know. So, it it is is nice that he's considering it because if Toronto was off the radar, off the map, not on his radar, I should say, then he wouldn't have done that anyway. So, that's something nice to hold on to. We're going to get into the Kawhi stuff, uh, deep dive, right after this. Imp, I... I believe it was last week. I talked about the injury history for the Warriors. So I don't want to kind of repeat myself there. Um, I just have a lot. Of, I feel like there's a lot of storylines in this finals, man. Like, dude, imagine if Durant doesn't play in game five. Clay, pro, Clay doesn't get hurt. Durant doesn't tear his Achilles. They're probably the overwhelming favorites next year again to win the championship. That decision of him playing is massive bro yeah massive because you know he plays in game five and they gut it out they win but if he just would have been like yo man I, i'm not feeling it who knows if they they win because i do think that they won game five and they pushed it to six because of the the momentum and the want to to win for him yeah you know we've, have, we've played sports the open shirts yeah KD we've, on it We've played sports in the past, and when you have an unfortunate incident, like maybe someone's family member passed away or, or maybe someone got hurt, you know, you tend to rally behind. So that's what I think happened with Durant. So imagine, dude, imagine if Durant doesn't play in game five. Who knows if they win game five? You have Clay healthy, right? Sure, he had the hamstring, but whatever. You'd sign up for a hamstring over a torn ACL all day and then durant doesn't tear his achilles and then this offseason is looking completely different so the decision to play kevin durant in game five which you know there are conflicting reports did you hear this thing about jay williams where he kind of called out the warriors nah so jay williams if you know he does the boardroom show for uh trey trey five media or 35 studios
1: yeah no he's 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 former duke point guard got injured in the uh i think in his he's, rookie he's the year. motorcycle guy order Motor, motorcycle guy now he's on uh he does get up on espn he does a he's bunch a, he's of, a,
2: yeah he's a college basketball guy too he's on get up he, he he's a good he, i'm a fan of his i like Jay yeah. Williams, but he does the boardroom the show with rich Kleiman, and durant's agent and durant a lot of times that is durant's studio company that got moved to New York also. So he basically just came out and said, yo, man, there's people were not happy in Durant's camp that Durant played in Game 5. They didn't want him to play. They felt pressure from the Warriors. And I think that means a lot, man, because he must know he's in their camp, right? Could you imagine if, like, say us, for example, VM, right? Boss boss went over and worked with uh, ESPN. And then Boss is telling us some shit about ESPN, and they kind of lowball Boss in in, in one way or another. It's like if we were to report that, I feel like that weighs more than some dude from Yahoo reporting it because we're his guys. We're in his circle. So I think there's something to make of that, man. What What do you think about this Durant stuff with the Warriors? Do you think they were hiding his injury?
1: I mean, I just – I don't necessarily think they were hiding it. I just think maybe it got misdiagnosed. But is that even possible? Golden State has a really great medical staff. It's just like from the beginning, Tim was talking about – That doctor that he follows on Twitter the entire time, saying that that ice pack was a little bit lower than everybody thought it should be, and if if, and if if it was that low, it could really be an Achilles. But it's just like these guys had you know second and third opinions, and I'm not, and I'm almost positive, and I can't guarantee this, but I'm almost positive that you know they got multiple opinions from different doctors, not necessarily only the Warriors doctor, but mainly a third party. And if he got clear to play, and he decided to play, you can't necessarily put any blame on the Warriors. But I mean, the the, the GM took all the blame anyway, not that it really matters at this point, but it's just crazy how that injury kind of snowballed into um some, you know, other off season moves that, you know, we'll definitely touch on soon.
2: Yeah, I just think that the Jay Williams comments is something to to consider. I think it, it's it's uh important and significant because of his relationships to to Durant. Um yeah. reports came out that the Warriors are gonna max offer the max to both guys. I kind of think that's expected. I do think that um, you know hats off to Klay Thompson I I don't believe we recorded prior to game 6 right I mean no. after game 6 yeah so this is the first time we come back man is there anyone that's more popular amongst like NBA fans than Klay Thompson because like, he's
1: just he's, he 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 doesn't need much right yeah, he's, he's I, just, I just think dude. like
2: all right tell me tell me a guy in the NFL that literally everyone likes and fucks with
1: i couldn't think of one
2: like literally no fan base says anything bad about clay
1: Uh, i kind of almost said gronk (laughs) yeah actually yeah gronk's
2: a good one because he's like a he's like a frat star that's why he's like a fun
1: guy yeah but But clay is just the silent assassin man he did he doesn't he's not a flashy guy he doesn't rock any fucking. Well, he he rocks the headband occasionally, headband clay. But generally speaking, no wristbands, no no nonsense, no, no nonsense straight to business. Plays defense, hustles, shoots really well. Like, you know, father was in the league, just like all around neat guy. Um, yeah, it, it's sad to it's, you know, it's it's sad for sure, without a doubt. Um, it's crazy because he gets hurt, comes off the court, goes into the tunnel. And I'm almost positive that someone told him, "Hey, if you don't shoot the free throws, you can't come back into the yeah, game." Yeah, if you
2: if you get fouled and you don't shoot free throws, you're out of the game.
1: Which means he was expecting to come back into the game if it went into overtime, or even if, or just come back into the game on a torn ACL, which is, which just like shows you the kind of warrior he is. You know, pun intended. The crazy thing is he hit both free throws, man.
2: Yeah, on a yeah.
1: torn I, ACL. I will say, going look, I've blown
2: my knee out. I'm no professional athlete, as you could see. Uh, but I will say, running forward, you can do it. You can, like, like I was able to walk off on my own, under my own power, uh, walked regularly when I t- blew my knee out. But it's the lateral movement. So him shooting the free throws, still, it's impressive. I'm not trying to shit on him. But the fact that <laughs> he also ran back. To, like, play D on that possession until they called the timeout is pretty cool, too. Um, Yeah. All right. So, is this title tainted for the Raptors because of these injuries to those guys? Because I don't think so. Like, a lot of people are like, congratulations, Raptors, but, you know, so-and-so got hurt, this and that. It's like,
1: I mean, if this is, sorry to cut you off, but if this championship is tainted, then their championship against the Cavs is tainted.
2: Yeah. How many... Of their titles are legit then.
1: How many of the three titles are are legit then? No, no, no. I'm only saying that first one when Kyrie and and Love got hurt.
2: Yeah, but then I, I can you know I can go if if you want to be a technically actually guy,
1: I can be like, yo, they were down twenty three
2: to the Spurs and then Kawhi goes down.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't in the NBA finals.
2: Sure. What about Chris Paul last year? They're up wasn't in the NBA
1: finals. Look, I'm playing devil's advocate. Wasn't yeah, in no, the NBA I hear finals. you. I
2: hear you. We, we could just go back and forth all night by doing that. But I don't yeah. think like. Listen, man, if my team wins a title, I don't give a damn how they got it. Yeah, and they get the banners. If you're a Raptors fan, kill that noise. You don't even got to worry about that shit.
1: Yeah, and it's not like, you know, and it's not like it went seven games and it was really close. It went six, and, you know, they, they like you said, they won game five off of just like pure, just adrenaline and pure, just like team momentum and then everyone you know they handled game six i I didn't expect it to happen but i mean when the clay thing happened you know i think they were up four some dude tried to tweet at me said he was joking around he probably was but kind of got me pissed off like they were up four or up six i don't remember how much they were up when clay got hurt like come on that's a different series if he doesn't get hurt period
2: yeah i know who you're talking about i got a tweet like that too it was like oh nice take on them losing i was like first of all like That's never happened before in the NBA Finals that a team lost all their games at home when it wasn't a sweep, right? Like Obviously, if it happens in a sweep, you lose both your games at home. But it's never happened where a team doesn't get swept and they lost all their games at home. This is a team who historically is a phenomenal an all-time team at home especially with 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 this core players of the golden state warriors so yeah my bad i didn't expect it the betting line also showed that a lot of people were still backing a lot of professional bettors that i know out in vegas they were still backing the warriors uh yeah i mean hats off to the raptors shout out our boy though our boy showed out in game six man yeah fred big big shots there was one clip where uh, on the
1: court when the game ended, man, on the court when the game ended. Yeah, yeah. And
2: there was a clip where Curry wanted nothing to do with friend. Uh, with, the, with, switch. With the switch, with the switch. But look, that guy. If you guys don't know his story, undrafted dude, fourth. Wichita State. Fourth string point guard when he started, uh, signed. You know, bet on himself. I love that. I love a guy who, you know, bets on himself. That's my entire makeup. And hats off to him, man. Hats off to him. Well worth yeah. the contract. He's now kind of underpaid if you think about what his value is to that team. Yeah. So
1: six man of the year last year, if he didn't get hurt, probably uh, maybe, or obviously up there without yeah. a doubt, but arguably the six man of the year, if he didn't get hurt last year and then um, got gets one vote for finals MVP this year.
2: Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. I mean, I think that was a little crazy, but uh, all right, last thing on the Raptors before we move on, because we have a lot of other wild shit that went down. So, Let's get into the biggest talking point, Kawhi Leonard, right? Kawhi, what does Kawhi do? If you're a Raptors fan, imp, talk to the big fan base. You know our biggest demographic is out in Toronto, um, outside of the states, I should say. If Kawhi ups and leaves, is there any way you boo this guy when he comes back? Nah, you can't. Like, dude, he's it's it's such a crazy thing because I don't think in the history of the league has an NBA NBA. Finals MVP gone up and left the next year. Oh. Um, I'm pretty sure I've seen Bill Simmons say that often. It's never really happened. This guy won a championship, literally the the best trade of all time, I think. You do that trade every day of the week. Yep. You also get out from that DeMari, uh, De, DeMar DeRozan my- contract too.
1: That's the thing, man. That's the thing would happen. That's the thing. That's one of the most underrated things about that move. Kyle Lowry's contract comes off the books and after next year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Even if Kawhi leaves, you're set up financially at least for some success. You have some cap relief because, you know, is getting paid a decent amount. Gasol's getting paid a decent amount.
2: So I'm glad you mentioned those guys because if I was Kawhi Leonard, what I would do is – And I know it's so hard, man, because you just saw Durant go down. But I think you sign a one-and-one.
1: Well, he's technically a – he's technically has a player option. But if he wants to just sign again to get more money, he can absolutely do that.
2: I think what he should do – what I would do if I was him is that core of the Raptors players are coming back. They're also going to get our boy OG.
1: OG back, which is crazy to think that they won without him too. Um,
2: Yeah, he's a big part of their team defensively more so than offensively. And then you got to figure Siakam probably takes another step up, right, another year under his belt. Those guys are going to be playing together. You have a full year of that core. Remember, you get Gasol at the trade deadline. They got rid of uh, Valentunis also. A lot of those guys are on one-year deals, man. If I was Kawhi, I'd sign a two-year deal with a one-year opt-out, sort of like what Durant and LeBron were doing. Yep. Like Durant was doing that the last couple of years with the Warriors. Durant did that. Uh, sorry, LeBron did that with the Cavaliers pretty much every year up until he signed this four-year deal. And it's like you sign a two for $70 million with like $40 million up front for year one. And then you opt out with a player option. That's what LeBron was doing with the Cavs. I would do that with Kawhi. If Kawhi stays in Toronto, I I would have trouble not picking them to win the East again, especially oh, with what you've seen. Yeah. And you figure, yo, they were two games behind the Bucks, and Kawhi didn't play 22 games. Crazy. So that's what I would do. What do you think Kawhi should do? And then also, what do you think he does?
1: No, I I think you bring up a valid uh a, a route for him to take, um you know kind of pursue well so him pursuing free agency in in two years, um is interesting only because who knows what the Clippers do with those with that for you know with the, with those dollars to spend that's my only concern because if he does want to be in L.A. are the Clippers going to wait you know mm-hmm. that's my only worry um I love the idea though why not try to win one more um you know. The team that you went up against is, is not going to be there next year, Golden State, without a doubt. You have the Lakers to worry about. That's a conversation for a little bit later again. But, yeah, like you said, they're the favorites out of the East, without a doubt. This team has all of the chemistry. They've already been there. It's just a question of do you lose your opportunity to go to the team that you want to go to, which is the Clippers, because they have room for max. They have room for two max reagents. Are they going to wait for you? Which, logically, you'd say, yes, it's Kawhi, but you need him to promise. You need a promise from Kawhi, and that gets tricky, and it's like, I, it's a, it's, a, it's a sticky situation. I think if, if he leaves, he leaves now. If he stays, he resigns for a few years. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, Nah. I hear you. I hear you. I, would, I, I think the one-in-one, one, if you want to stay in Toronto one more year. Dude, it's hard to just leave that, man. Two million people were at that parade, dude. Yeah. Two million people were at the parade. Like, it, just craziness. Yo, do you want me to read you? So Ippy and I ha- uh, host a sports betting show, and we do NBA over-unders. I have the write-up on on the Raptors. Are you ready for this? Let's come full circle. So we both went over slightly 55 and a half. They surpassed that biggest question mark for the team. Does Kawhi play 82, Uh, more than 55 wins in two of the three seasons have gone over their win total seven straight years. Biggest, biggest storyline of the season. I said the Drake effect Drake's biggest concern is going to be to try to keep Kawhi in the six Kawhi plus 900 for MVP question, mark question mark. And then Nick nurse, for real or G league bound,
1: <laughs> he's for real, and the Drake thing is for real also, that's really funny,
2: yeah, that's crazy, man. I just pulled this up right now, oh man, that's awesome, yeah, so like yo, even Drake, right, like I think you know they've already said how Kawhi's not gonna you know they're offering him a loft, they're offering him free shit, so they'll
1: build a statue for him, man, yeah,
2: his jersey's gonna get retired even after that, like dude, he's probably it's crazy to think, but he might be the the biggest raptor of all time.
1: Yeah, man, and they took a chance on him, dude. Like that's the reason Paul George wanted to stay in OKC because they want they they, they showed that they really wanted him, you know. And they took a chance, and they only had a year, and they traded a, a beloved player, you know, from that franchise into Mar DeRozan. Um, and you know that's that shows you something. If you know, it, it's good to feel wanted. We know we know how that feels, kid. Of course, of
2: course. Yo, know, you bring up Paul George. Don't you think he could use like? Yo, this time last year, where are we all saying Paul George to the Lakers? Lakers, to the
1: Lakers, Lakers, Lakers.
2: I think it's a little bit different, man, when you go on and win. Like, they fucking blew the thunder out the water as far as what those expectations were and what where they ended up. Yeah. But you got to figure, point. man, you know, I'm a big soccer fan. You tune into soccer whenever it's the World Cup or a Euro Cup. You get behind Italy. You get behind the United States, whatever. You see the sense of patriotism where it's the one time the whole country is behind one exact thing. And I think that's crazy that the whole all of Canada, because there's a lot of Canadians that I know on Twitter. And I've interacted with some of our friends that are from Montreal or from Winnipeg or Vancouver and all of these places, Edmonton. And they were all like, yo, we were rooting for Canada, man. We were rooting for Canada. So I think it's crazy. He legit has a whole country behind them. Now he knows the love. They know how to manage him, too. Like, yo, load management is going to become something you're going to see a lot of players doing next year. A lot of teams are going to be doing that, too.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play full 82 next year. Why, Why would he?
2: Why would you? I would. Oh. Yo, if I'm signing a max dude, I'm playing him 60 games. 60 to 65 games. After what I just saw Kawhi do, yo, you're going to be – load management is going to be the new, like – remember how, like, Tom Brady was on the injury report for, like, 15 straight years with a yep. shoulder? It's going to be like that in the NBA. It's going to be load management. And you can't even say that that's a bad thing because they went on and they won a championship with that.
1: I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Masai Ujiri hit, hit – hit. He hit all of the he hit everything out of the park from the from hiring Nick Nurse from from firing Dwayne Casey to load management with Kawhi Gasol traded the deadline just like kudos and and and, and yeah like why why not even if he even if he plays seventy games it's still he's sitting twelve games you know what I mean that's that's a decent amount so they hit they, they press all the right buttons for sure.
2: Hats off once again to Toronto. Congratulations on your championship. Fans of the six, fans of the Raptors. Anyone that tells you anything about that title being tainted, just hit them with a DX chop right in the male region. Tell them to they, suck it.
1: If they say it's tainted, tell them to touch your taint or something. I don't know.
2: <laughs> we, mentioned, we mentioned the Lakers, right? Uh, yeah. I, that That escalated quickly uh shortly after i know impy made me really really proud as the degenerates that we are was like yo man i (laughs) would bet the lakers right after the title they were like 20 to 1 two days later they're nine to one and before you know it they land anthony davis anthony davis the big get of the offseason so far uh Uh, season does not take off imp
1: no it's crazy because the drafts this week next week is free agency and then the following week is summer league
2: yeah pretty much pretty much um do you happen to have the full trade and detail in front of you
1: i do not um i know it was what four draft picks no, i
2: have two. it i have it in front of me i'll uh, okay. i'll read it off to you i just wanted to make sure if uh, you had it or not. all right so the players that they get josh hart lonzo ball brandon ingram they get a 2021 pick it is top eight protected and if it's not in the top eight they can roll it over to 2022 We'll get to 2022 in a second because I did some research and it's a very, very important and monumental draft class once again. They have a 23rd uh, 2023 pick swap and then they have two unprotected picks, choices between 2024 and 2025. If um, Do you know why 2022 is a significant draft?
1: I do because you told me. Well, I heard it. And then you refresh my memory, but that's the year that they're going to lift the one and done. You'll be able to get drafted from high school.
2: High school kids will be eligible for that draft. So a kid right now who is probably a sophomore, I'd say, freshman in high school, he'd be eligible to go into the NBA draft. Uh, we haven't seen that since the Dwight Howard year. And which, you know what, man, if you look at that, if you guys ever want to play a fun activity, there's been a lot more home runs than bust coming out of high school. Yeah. Like everyone looks at Kwame Brown, but it's like Kobe, Garnett, uh, I believe McGrady, LeBron, even Dwight Howard. You know, Sure, there's a Kwame Brown. I get that. But off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone else that came out of high school that was like a bust. It's Sebastian Telfair, I'd say, also. Bust, yeah. Telfair. Shout out to him, though. PSAL boy. Gang, gang. Through the uh, fire. Great documentary. Great documentary. So, Ip, what do you think about this trade, man? Because I know me personally in the past, I've been pro superstar always wins. Yeah. But I do think every trade and every scenario is completely different.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that this trade was going to happen, but I think it got sped up the second KD and Klay got hurt because— Ooh, so you
2: think the Lakers saw a window and they pulled of the trigger. Course,
1: of course, without a doubt. I'm sure LeBron even probably said the same thing. He's like, look, the best team in the league next year. Look, Toronto won the championship, but not. it's not every year the best team wins the championship. That's just, the, tr- it's just the truth. Golden State's the best team in the league. Like, I'm sorry for anyone that's listening to this that disagrees with me. It's the truth. They got hurt. You have to beat the teams that you play. But the truth is, Golden State's the best team in the league. And next year, they're going to be down two of their three best players. So if you don't think that's a window of opportunity for you, you're crazy. The Lakers knew this. They pulled the trigger right away. The only other team that was kind of in the mix for Anthony Davis was the Boston Celtics. And I don't even really think that they were that kind of – What's the word? I don't even really think that they were that involved. Um, But, you know, the Pelicans got the haul that they were looking for. um, And and like I mentioned, the Lakers needed to make this move to make sure, you know, um, you took advantage of the Golden State injuries. And then also, in the back chance, uh, you know, on the off chance that he did land in Boston. Um, But I mean, look, Lakers, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, two of the arguably, arguable top five players in the league. Uh, and one thing, another thing about the Lakers team that, that people are failing to realize, is they have a solid cap situation going forward. Um, you know, they, they they don't have much money on the books at all. So, you know, for everyone that says they gave up a lot, you know, they definitely did. But I think both teams won because at the end of the day, Lakers needed to make this trade. And, and, and the Pelicans got exactly what they should have gotten in return. So I think both teams won. I don't know about you.
2: Yeah, I'm with you, man, and uh, I I hope that's you guys listening don't think that's a cop out answer. I think that could be the right answer, right? Yeah. Lakers get their superstar, and even he's a he's a full not I wouldn't say full out but he sets them up for the future too. Where you know LeBron in four years he'll be 38.
1: Yeah, and so he' uh, will be 30, 29,
2: 29. Well, he's 26 now. Yeah, me and him have the same birthday. I'm two years older than him uh shout out to the real ones born on the 11th you know what i'm saying um yeah so you you have that right and also you look at the history of the lakers they always have like a marquee all nba big right Shaq, uh not dwight howard but it was Shaq. it was will chamberlain it was kareem you know george miken way way back in like the 60s so you've always had that marquee big name like the bigs oh big name bigs always land in the big market that is la a lot of big over there yeah. uh the pelican side so i saw something that i completely completely disagreed with people were like how come they didn't make this trade at the trade deadline if they can make it now
1: i can tell you the answer to that
2: i yeah they didn't know that they had the fucking fourth pick, Number <laughs> four pick that like changes four. everything
1: without a doubt um and 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 one thing that i that, that i'm kind of catching wind from from people that are on the league is you know the one thing that that that, that there's two things that are in play now that weren't in play in February. The first one, David Griffin, who is the GM, or the, or sorry, the Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations. He didn't draft Anthony Davis. He has no emotional ties to Anthony mm-hmm. Davis. He truthfully, probably, obviously wants to keep a talented player like Anthony Davis, but at the same time, he's not going to beg him to stay if he's going to leave in, in in a season. So um, I think the whole David Griffin coming into town um, and not having kind of any emotional attachment to this player that you know no one wanted to give up, it played a factor. And then, like you said, that fourth pick uh, in the draft is a huge um, a factor as well because the Lakers finished with the eighth worst um, uh, uh, record in the league, so their pick went from eight, you know, probably eight to four, um, which is a huge, massive jump.
2: Yeah, and also you bring up a good point. I do think that a lot of a lot of GMs tend to hold on to their stars because they do have the attachment right that's why you see players in the nfl they get second and third chances when it was like yo eric Flowers should have been out the league after after like halfway through his second season but they hold on to him because it's their first round pick you want to try to validate that selection yes right so right uh griffin also one thing about griffin is he's he's done this in the past too um you know he traded to get kevin lovin right so he's given up assets in the past where uh, this time he's getting the assets back and i also think the fact that anthony davis said yo i'm out after this year everybody knew it it was crazy that they got this kind of haul too yeah but you know desperate times desperate measures let's talk about the guys that they got though right lonzo josh hart serviceable backup guard josh hart uh I think Brandon Ingram, man, he was balling last year, and then he yeah. had that injury scare where in the blood, blood, blood clot. We don't, need, you know, that's what ended Chris Bosh's career. Ultimately, yep. we don't know how severe it is. He has been cleared to do some physical activity, which is nice to see. But you know, you are looking if you go down the list, right? You got Zion, then you have a first round, you have a second overall pick in Ingram, second overall pick in Lonzo. You are gonna have the fourth pick now, man. You have where where are they on your league pass?
1: Drew Holiday also you can't forget probably a top 10 point guard in the league.
2: But where do you have them like aren't they going to be everyone's number 1 pick for league pass? Uh the Pelicans?
1: I mean it, it depends on what they do with that pick.
2: I just think even if they don't, like even if they just go with that core of Lonzo Ingram, Drew, Zion, Get, like, a Garland or a Hunter or whoever else is is slated on number four.
1: A Culver, maybe. Yeah.
2: I think that's going to be a team that a lot of people are going to be excited about. And also, you know, they re-upped Gentry. He'll be there until 2022, which is nice to see that the organization has confidence behind them. Because I also feel like he got a shit deal this year. AD was like, yo, I'm not playing because I want out. And that sucked. You know? I will say this.
1: And and by the way, sorry to cut you off really quickly, just like – I don't know how many games Anthony Davis played, but, you know, how many games did he really play? Because, like, there were times where he played for, like, 10 minutes and I took him out, and he didn't go back in the game.
2: Bro, this is is literally Kawhi Leonard 2.0. This is exactly the same shit with Kawhi where I guarantee you, I am telling you right now, we're going to have people on to, like, preview the next NBA season and whatnot. And they'll be talking heads on ESPN and on all these shows. And they're going to be like, well, is Anthony Davis back? is is he still the same player he once was and it's like literally almost verbatim the same conversations we were having for Kawhi. it's like dude anthony davis is a 26 year old player who is a top five player if we were having this conversation right now i always go back to it because you know you mentioned recency bias before the recency bias is crazy right it's it's absolutely ridiculous where this time last year ad was coming off that playoffs and you're like damn son That guy might be, like, the best player in the world.
1: Bro, Anthony Davis and Shaq have identical stat lines in their sixth NBA season, like 28-11-3, or two-and-a-half-three. Anthony Davis, three of the last five years, has been first first all-NBA, first-team all-NBA. You're getting, you know, he's not Shaq, but you're getting a Shaquille O'Neal, you know, type of production. That's why they gave up so much, you know? It's like... His numbers mimic Shaq and, and so you know Shaq is probably more dominant, don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying that's the kind of caliber of player that you're getting.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a no brainer for both teams. Uh all signs point to him obviously extending with the Lakers, yeah. or else they wouldn't do that. Also oh, Rich, sure. Rich Paul is there, you know, that's LeBron's agent, his agent, clutch client, and all that. Okay. Um all right, what do you think the Lakers do though now, man? What do you think, you know, like Al Horford opted out thirty I, million? Not- can i, I tell know. you the craziest thing what okay so harrison barnes opted out today 25 yeah. million dog
1: maybe he's gonna get multi-years from 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 uh from sacramento yo imp how, I know. You, like come I, on man <laughs> i know horford opted out of 30 though over one um i think that's crazy too well, I think Horford thinks he's going to get maybe twenty-five over three or four. Yeah, I was going to say
2: twenty-five to over two with a team that could like maybe contend.
1: Nah, I think if you opt out of thirty for one, you're probably going to get a three-year deal. But I, I hear rumblings of OKC. Um, you know, wow. I'm not sure. I would like know, I, for them. I'm not sure where he's going to go, but I think the I think for the Lakers, was reported that All signs point to Kemba. The issue is Kembas have to, you know, for, for so everyone knows that you know. Kemba could resign with the Hornets for $221 million over five years. And, you know, because he got that super max, but Kemba would be giving up $80 million guaranteed without even factoring in taxes to leave Charlotte for Los Angeles. So, you know, as I've mentioned, he has two choices. He could resign with the Hornets for that $220 million over five, um, you know, and, you know, this is gonna sound fucked up, but you know, probably you know, compete for the eight seed, or he can sign for the Lakers, sign with the Lakers for 140 million over four years, and compete for championships. So if I'm the Lakers, I'm putting you know, I'm putting all of my chips in the Kemba Walker basket, um, and hoping for the best because you know, all signs are pointing Kyrie to Brooklyn, which is cool. That's fine. Um, so I definitely go after Kemba without a doubt.
2: All right. So if you guys hear typing in the background, I just looked up. Kemba Walker shoe deal um he has a sneaker deal with Under Armour but he doesn't have like a marquee line like he doesn't have his own like sneaker like you know you have the Durant, the Paul George's the Kyrie's listen man I know these guys want to win championships and this might sound like a dick thing to say but 80 million is 80 million bleeping dollars yeah and that's a hard sell like yo imp if you were Kemba Walker and I was your boy right I was your college roommate and we've you know we chill all the time i come to all your games you give me season tickets whatever and you're telling me like yo what should i do i'd be like listen man i know you want to win and all that but 80 million is 80 million that's like four more generations you could set up and and the reason why i bring up the sneaker deal is because i think taking less when you're a lebron james you're a Kyrie, you're a paul george not the end of the world it's not the end of the world because you have a sneaker deal where you have your own signature line that doesn't only set you up for currently Bro, Jordan has made – if you have to guess, how much more – I don't have the answer to this. But how much more money has he made off sneakers post-NBA career?
1: I can't even guess. I wouldn't have the slightest idea. I'd say like 200X. Yeah, something like that probably. But look, can I just make an argument? Can I Of course, yeah. So he's losing out on $80 million of of contract money with the Hornets, right? Mm -hmm. How much does he gain as a brand and as a player being in L.A.? Oh,
2: a hundred percent more exposure. You'll be going to deep playoff runs, probably a
1: finals. Can you? Can you? Can you? Put that into a dollar amount?
2: Oh, man, that's because a hell of a point.
1: Because if that's going to be close to eighty million dollars, it's not even a conversation. And that's kind of where I see this this going. You know, it's like, you know, if if someone, if one of these kind of you know these 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 spreadsheet wizards can kind of you know, put together this crazy formula that, that that can help me kind of, you know, you know, put that kind of a thing into perspective. It's like, how much money am I going to make from being in LA, right? From being in the one of the biggest cities in the world? Because, you know, if it's close, then it's no brainer.
2: I feel like a good person to ask that would be like a Kevin Love. Don't you think Ke- Kevin Love was sort of in like a similar situation where, sure, he got traded, but he goes from Minnesota to going to Cleveland. Granted, not a big market, but you went to four straight nba finals so you made those deep runs into the playoffs and you got more exposure on a global scale too yeah so what did what did his like endorsements and and all these advertisers and sponsors come in how did that look i i don't i can't you think they go they get another max player
1: I mean, I don't know. I, I I'm reading now that they're, they're they're getting creative and they're trying to make sure that Anthony Davis doesn't take this trade bonus. Supposedly, like something that has to do with the, with the time that the, the date and the time that the trade's accepted. If it happens before X date or if it happens after Y date, there's like this trade kicker, fifteen percent or something like that that goes into the deal. Um, supposedly, they're trying to get AD to waive that so they have an extra couple million dollars to play with. I, I I don't know. It's like would you rather have one guy at $30 million a year or would you rather have three guys split up amongst $30 million a year? It's like would you rather have like a Pat Beverly or Trevor Ariza and uh, um, I, I don't care. Throw me another name. But that's the kind of the idea here. You know what I mean? Well,
2: that's the kind of – so they're going to have to do something similar to what those Heat teams did. Or you got to find like old grizzled vets like a Pat Beverly. That
1: want to go there. That
2: want to go there, take less money, and be like, yo, you know what? I banked whatever, 100000000 million. I've made enough money. I've made more money than I expected. Like a Joe Kim Noah I think would be dope. Like, yo, Noah didn't play. Noah didn't play terrible with the Grizzlies at the end. Like, he wasn't Bulls Noah, Defensive Player of the Year, but. I think he could be a guy that could play like 20 minutes in a big game. He's been in big games. That's the kind of guy I think they go after and they have to get, you know, like yeah. uh, if they could talk into like a Danny Green, how much is he going to command on the on the free agency market, you know? Yeah. Uh, Paul Millsap I think might be out of their their budget, but that's the kind of player, you know, like remember Shane Battier, Mike Miller, Ray Allen, those guys took way less to go play with LeBron in Miami. They, won, they went to finals and they won finals. So that's going to be this, a similar makeup.
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think option one is Kemba, um, and then I think option two would be, um, you know, a couple of different pieces, and just and, roll and roll with the Batman Robin.
2: Yo, okay, so I have a couple more questions on this because this is the biggest like talking point right now. The Lakers, odds makers made them the favorite. I do think that there's something that you need to consider with that. Um, you know, Los Angeles has been. We we've talked about this a bunch. With the betting how it's a market that inflates the number especially when it's backing la related teams right the rams were a heavily public team the raiders are always public golden state the lakers it goes on and on and when you're looking at the Vegas odds for the la lakers the things you need to take into account is the hype of the trade right shit they just got ad you mentioned it before you're not going to get an argument from me they get two players that are top five players in my opinion you got the lebron james factor You got the idea that this guy is going to go, he's going to be chilling this summer. Like, he's been off since April. He'll be well rested. LA is close to Vegas. We talk about that. The Warriors' injuries, star driven league. So, there are a lot of things that go. Are they the favorite? I don't think I would
1: put them as the favorite.
2: I still need to see the draft and free agency go on because, you know, let's be honest.
1: AD's a guy that hasn't really been, you know, the the most healthy.
2: Not only that, yo, big guys when they play with Braun. They're not the same, and we've seen it enough. Kevin Love's numbers went down, Chris Bosh's numbers went down. So, do you think them two could work together? Yeah, I mean, I mean look, they have to. They have no choice. Also, they have
1: to. But I think the one thing about Anthony Davis is he's so goddamn versatile on offense. He can pick a roll, he can pop, he can shoot, um, he can post you up, he can take you off the dribble. Um, Anthony Davis is, um, you know, not as good of a jump shooter as Kevin Love and Chris Bosh, but he's a better rim runner. He's a better, uh, probably post up scorer, um, and he's the best defensively. Um, you know, he's the best big man that LeBron's played with. So
2: I agree with that. And now I have another question for you:
1: Is he better than Wade?
2: Rank these three guys from best to worst: Wade, when he got Wade; so when LeBron went there in 2010, Wade; Kyrie, when he went there in 2014, and now Anthony Davis in 2019. How would you rank it? And, and listen, listen. I know, I know you. I know how you are. Well, they got rings and that's gonna weigh a lot. I'm talking about if you're playing pick up basketball at the park, who are you taking first?
1: I mean, that first Wade team, that first that first heat team was technically Wade's team. I know they didn't win a ring, but that was his team. No, I'm just uh, saying
2: at the moment LeBron got paired up with these guys, like a lot of people are saying A D is gonna be the best player LeBron's ever played with. I'm asking you because I don't know. At this
1: point in their career. At, this
2: po- at the point in their careers that they linked up with LeBron, who was the best players of those three guys?
1: I still say Wade, Anthony, Davis, Kyrie.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Man, people like Wade Wade was nice, nice. Wade was yeah. all NBA. I mean, these guys were all – this is a tough question, man. Send us, send us your rankings at Veterans Minimum on Twitter. Rank the three guys LeBron James played with. We'll put out a poll also. Rank the three guys LeBron played with at the time that LeBron got them in their careers. Who was the best players? That's a good one. Uh, All right. Anything else on the Lakers, man? Anything else I, on the Lakers?
1: I mean, look, I just had a couple points here to touch on. LeBron's going to be, a, and we kind of mentioned it before, but LeBron's going to be a 38-year-old free agent in 2022. The picks that the Pelicans got are going to be incre- incredibly valuable down the stretch. Maybe the Los Angeles Lakers will be great after 2022, but Anthony Davis is going to be thirty. LeBron's going to be forty. Who really knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but this trade kind of feels like the Nets-Celtics trade that kind of put the Celtics to be, um, you know, in a, in a position up. of success for a while, where the where the Nets threw all their eggs in in, in one basket um, and, and are finally kind of coming out of that hole. Um,
2: but to be fair, though, like Garnett Pierce were nowhere near at the level that AD is now.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Yes. Um, no
2: but i hear what you're saying the the, the idea behind the trade packages is yes. very similar
1: and look man and the, the pick swaps are interesting too it's like yeah i think they only got three picks but they also got two swaps yes so it's like dude
2: they have a swap in 2021 if it's not eight top eight protected they can roll it over to 2022 remember you can't trade back to back year tw- um draft picks that's why and then they have unprotected a pick choice between 24 and 25. So, so, yeah, they gave up a lot. And it, it, you got to remember, man, AD was out after this year. Yep. So that's significant. All right. I have one last thing to say about this. What is it? And, it, you know, it could, it could segue into, I guess, like, you know, a, a little bit of trade rumors and whatnot. I got some fake trades here. And, uh, you know, we got to tell the world about a little bit of my, my man crush that I've developed over the last like two weeks. Over Bradley Beal. Over Bradley Beal. Do you think next year the league is wide open, man? Have we ever seen the league this wide open? Cause oh. I think, call me crazy. I think ten teams can make the finals next year, and I won't be like, oh fuck, how'd that happen? I have them listed. I have them listed.
1: Can, let Let me give. You, let me try to name as many as I can, and then you tell me if they're on your list. Okay,
2: I'll just give you one where I put Clippers and Raptors. Uh, ah, Clippers and Raptors. I combined both, and Clippers. then I put in in parentheses Kawhi dependent. Got it. So obviously, if Kawhi doesn't go there, I'm not picking them to go. So, in essence, let's say two teams. Those are the two teams: the Clips and the Raps. Give me, give me the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine,
1: ten teams. Bucks. Yes. Sixers. Yes. Celtics.
2: I don't have the Celtics. You got to figure no Kyrie, no Al Horford, probably. I think that's big, man.
1: I think that they're going to have money to spend, and I think they're they're well established franchise. Okay, so
2: we'll put we'll put Celtics in there for you. Celtics uh, in there for you.
1: Uh, how many is that? Sorry,
2: uh, you you've just given me four, hypothetically speaking, with those with those two. So I'm at I'm at eleven teams. Uh,
1: um, uh, uh, Warriors, Rockets, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Rockets, mm-hmm. um
2: I'll give you a hint. There's three more West Coast teams. I got four, actually. We haven't even named the one we were just spending 20 minutes talking about.
1: You have the Blazers. You have the Lakers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean OKC, I guess.
2: I do have OKC.
1: Yeah. No. I'm. Yeah. I mean, it's valid. Um, how many is that?
2: I got. I got. T- there's two more teams that you haven't mentioned. One's an East Coast team, and one is a West Coast team. I'll give you a hint. This East Coast team lost a very good player earlier in their season. East
1: Coast team lost a very good player earlier in the season.
2: And I kind of texted you the other day, and I was like, yo, 60-1 to 1 if they get d The Pacers, bro.
1: Okay, with no Oladipo. With no I, Oladipo. I think that's a stretch.
2: That is a stretch. They also are at the bottom of my list, and I also put uh, D'Angelo Russell. If he nah. goes there, that'd be a yeah. nice backcourt,
1: though. It would be, but I, I, I think I think that's still a bit, a little bit of a stretch. But my, I mean, look, I, I, I said the Celtics, and that's kind of a stretch too. My
2: last team is the Utah Jazz. Okay. I would love to see. So let's get into trade rumors, rumblings with Memphis being pretty much all in on John Morant. Um, I called him John Morante the other day. <laughs> I was on Xbox with Danny <laughs> Lopriori. He's like, yo, when did he become Italian?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's John or, or John Amarante. Amarante. The, guy the guy who sings the, the national anthem.
2: anthem at the Ranger games. <laughs> uh, all right. So Memphis also, a lot of times these teams just want to get out from these big ass contracts. Conley making like 30 plus against the cap next year. Yo, I would love to see Conley on like a Utah They could still make it fit because Mitchell hasn't gotten paid yet. So I went in, I did, um, there's this uh, like cap, uh, salary cap website. I don't have it in front of me. I apologize. When I I get the link, I'll tweet it out. But it fits perfectly, man. You get Conley in there. Memphis gets out from that uh, contract. Don't forget, they also have Chandler Parsons, who's also a guy who is an awful agent, agent of the decade. Chandler Parsons agent. Give that guy, put that guy in the Hall of Fame of agents. Yep. Uh, they're not paying donovan mitchell yet which is big um rudy gobert is going to be eligible for the supermax this year gotta wow. see what they do there um but yeah they do have space for they have a two-year window where they can get some of these big name guys on one or two-year deals overpay for them to maybe take the next step until you gotta pay donovan, donovan mitchell so we have that
1: conley has got one more year on his deal right
2: he does yeah he has one more year on that deal it was a it was a three for a hundred i believe it was in memphis um oh no that was kyle lowry yeah, uh, but yeah, he. I, I think he has one or two left on that deal. But it was enough where they can get Conley on Utah, Utah, and, under the, and yeah. while still having Donovan Mitchell in that core. Um, you know, Chris Paul said apparently he wants out. He demanded a trade. Um,
1: hey, hey, yo, dude, call me crazy. What if there's a sign and trade situation with Jimmy Butler in Houston? And, and Chris Paul uh, goes I think, to the. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Jim, Jimmy Butler's from Texas. Um.
2: And Chris Paul goes to the Sixers? Yeah. Oh, man. Him and Embiid are going to kill each other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're going to be yelling at each
2: other. Right? They're going to be bawling out on each other. No, I'm look. Listen. I, I do think, yo, personality-wise, is that the same guy, Jimmy Butler and, and Chris Paul kind of?
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Chris Paul's been, a doing, been doing it for a, a much longer time.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. Chris Paul, like you know, they're talking about getting the banana boat.
1: What would Philly really want? Um, if you know, what would really, what would Philly really want from, um, from Houston other than Chris Paul? Because it's like, I don't know. It's like maybe you got to throw in another piece.
2: Yeah, but there's not much. Like I I don't know,
1: Eric Gordon.
2: Yeah, Eric Gordon is probably the most enticing piece for someone if you factor in his. yeah, his Eric ability Gordon, and his Paul. contract, like Chris Paul, the contract is is what's killing uh, the Rockets right now. That's a rough contract. JJ Redick's
1: a free agent though, so the so the Eric Gordon piece could be nice. Um, I don't know. It's just it's just it's just something to consider for sure.
2: Yeah, tell the people about my man crush. What on who? On uh, little Bradley.
1: <laughs> I don't know why. Just because, you know, I think it all started from the All NBA segment where like. You really wanted to put Bradley Beal on your All NBA team, and rightfully so. He had a great year with, with no John Wall. But now, now it's just like, yo, Bradley Beal could be the best player on a no. He could be the second best player on a championship team. He just needs the right Batman, and 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 now, the, now it's going off the rails, honestly. But <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, he ain't
2: lying. I was like, yo, Bradley Beal for the third pick. Who says no? <laughs> and every one of my friends are like, no. Everyone says no.
1: No. Um, yeah, that All was right, the can, trade. Can, yeah. That was the trade in on the Bleacher Report article. So,
2: if I'm if I'm the Wizards and I'm like, "Yo, Bradley Beal's available," right? I I would only ship him under one condition, and this is why I think he won't get moved. But this is what I would do if I was the front office of the Wizards. You call me up, right? And you're like, "Yo, what's good? I want Bradley Beal." Don't forget, he's 25 years old, too, folks. He's been in the league for a while. These guys come out so young, imp that we forget that. Damn. He's been in the man. league for eight years, you know? So, okay, you call me and you're like, hey, I want Bradley Beal. I'd be like, yo, you want Bradley? No problem. We'll talk, but you got to take John Wall's contract too. Nope. That's where I think there's a stale.
1: I said no before you even finished the sentence. Yeah,
2: that's that's the only way I would entertain training Bradley Beal, I think.
1: Yeah, but that's not going to happen, so.
2: No, nah, I know. know, I, I just like Bradley Beal's game, man. I, I think he's a guy who if he's on a, on a different team, a better I- team.
1: I mentioned the Lakers in the chat. We were talking about and we were chatting in earlier. Like, why can't Bradley Beal be that third piece? He'd be a great best third. He'd be a great third best player on any.
2: Yeah, team. but what the hell are the Lakers gonna trade
1: now? That's a fair point.
2: They have nothing to trade.
1: Morris Wagner.
2: Yeah, like and the twenty twenty nine first round pick.
1: They could just trade Kobe a bunch of signed Kobe jerseys. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, yeah, I,
2: that's the thing. It's it's not like Beal's a free agent. He's under contract. I'm just saying like, yo, what do you, you know, I, I think that's a guy that could be on a good team. Do you know who, It's this isn't really a trade rumor, but this is a guy who, you know, we've been on the, the Nuggets bandwagon and I really like the Nuggets. And if this guy wasn't a head case, yo, Jimmy Butler is exactly what the Nuggets need. Yeah, A forward that could get buckets. They need a second reliable 20-point score. Because Jamal Murray, as great as he is, and and you know, I've he's I've not, vented and ranted on him. He's too he's too I'm doing the and, a-
1: and the one thing about Jokic sorry to cut you off, Jokic is a, is a sensational offensive player, but he's a great facilitator and playmaker. He's not necessarily the guy that you go to when you gotta get a bucket.
2: Yeah, they just go to him because they have no one else that could go and get them a bucket, really. and,
1: and don't get me wrong, he can get you a bucket. He's gotten plenty of buckets, but what I mean is Mono, mano When no one's shooting well and you need to get a tough basket, Jokic is not one of the guys that I think about.
2: Yeah, they don't have a guy that could create their own shot. That's why I ah. would love a Jimmy Butler on that team, but I just don't know if I don't know what the cap situation is. I know the only guy that they're really paying right now is Jokic. They're sort of in that uh, Utah Jazz kind of category right now, where they can go out and get a big guy for the next two years and not have to worry about you know like jamal murray's gonna get paid from them they're gonna want to keep him, but he's just so much of a roller coaster uh all right any other fake trades you've been reading or you want to entertain
1: i mean i just i mean we can kind of just talk about the draft for a second here because one of my one of these trades is about the draft
2: yeah holla at me with the draft i know you've been you've been super all in on the draft i've kind of been you know top top three radar on the top three
1: nah i mean i mean look our you know you know, we're Knicks fans, so we're kind of plugged in a bit more. But the Knicks worked out um, a, a garland today from Vanderbilt. Um, and and everyone's kind of worried. And look, now there's rumors that the Pelicans are interested in potentially. I know you mentioned John Morant going to, and chances are he does. Like, like, gun to my head, John Morant goes to, RJ Barrett goes to the Knicks. Like, it's not really a discussion. However, you know how the things in the NBA work. There are rumors that the Pelicans would like to pair RJ with Zion. So there's rumors that the Pelicans can move from four. To two with a couple of those assets they just picked up in the Anthony Davis trade, and if that were to happen, the Knicks would be fucked. Um, And so now the Knicks are just doing their due diligence and they're working out Garland out of Vanderbilt, and it's smart because if they get leapfrogged, um, you know they have um, some, you know, some primer on a guy um, who is, you know, who's can, you know, who probably would have been the top point guard in the draft, arguably one of the top point guards in the draft, um, you know, if he had never got hurt. So. It's, it, it's, they're doing their due diligence, but that's something that I, that, that I was hearing about today is, uh, um, Pelicans leapfrogging, um, the Knicks and taking John Moran, uh, uh RJ Barrett, too. Another thing that I heard today that the Knicks turned down was Knicks turned down the Hawks eighth pick and tenth pick for the third pick, which I love. Um, remember, the Hawks have the eighth pick, the tenth pick, and the seventeenth pick. Um, so, you know, tons of assets on that side as well. They're looking to move up. So, you know, I I Do I think a couple of trades happened in the first round? Without a doubt. I'm just kind of still confused as to who they are. I think Cleveland's set at five. They're going to take Hunter out of Virginia. Um, And then it gets interesting with the Bulls. Do the Bulls trade up? Um, You know, we'll we'll see. I'm really excited for the draft. That's Thursday.
2: Man, it's, you know, one of the things Marco brought up a hell of a point in our group chat. We've had Marco on past NBA shows as well. You know, one of the big luxuries to having – these guys is the rookie contract. The Pelicans aren't going to have to pay Zion more than I believe it's like $7 million against the cap for the next four years, which if Zion turns out to be as great as everyone's saying he's going to be. And I don't have any doubts. That's huge, bro. That's huge. And that's going to be a guy that people are going to want to go play with. Yeah. That's a monumental thing to have in your back pocket that you have leverage over the rest of the teams in the NBA. Yeah, for sure. I do think that you're going to see movement on draft day. Uh, you usually tend to see. Remember the Celtics when they started their big three, they traded on draft day. Um, it's going to be it's going to be fun. The Garland is getting a lot of buzz. A guy whose opinion I respect a lot is Ryan Rosillo. He says that that's his favorite prospect in the draft. Um, it's a, he's sort of an un, unknown, right? He went to Vandy. Didn't he, really you know, play much.
1: He played in the preseason. He killed. Um, and then her, he, well, he didn't make it to lead play. He played against like Winthrop and he played against Liberty and he gave them like 28 and 32 points. I think he scored, uh, um, he's second leading in a couple of games. He scored the second most points in Vanderbilt history, which is like 37 points, um, you know, look the thing—the thing for Morant and and kind of kind of started to bounce bounce around. But this is the reason why you know there's the speculation for Garland now is just that like Morant went had the knee cartilage surgery last month. Um, he he didn't get to work out for the Knicks or Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's kind of you know there's like this chatter on the league that like you know originally Memphis was absolutely without a doubt locked in to take um, John Morant. And then over the course of some time, it softened a bit because Gar- now you're getting Garland workouts and you're not getting Morant workouts. You know what I mean? It's like you didn't watch Garland over the course of the season. You watched Morant. But now as you get closer to draft day, you're not watching Morant and now you're watching Garland. Um, so, you know, I don't think the injury is a deal breaker in any way. Um, John Morant's super talented. Um, but, you know, that's kind of where all this is coming from. And, you know, it's super interesting. I, I, I love Garland's game a lot. Um, and, and like you said, if Priscilla if gives him the cosign, then I give him the cosign.
2: Yeah, and I also find it funny when you see someone say they had a great workout. Like, yo, it it always blows my mind when a quarterback, they say, oh, he had a great pro day. It's like, dude, really? He threw on air, right? There was this one time they were like, oh, this guy went 72 of 75. And pat-. It's like, yeah, no shit. I There's hope no- so.
1: She- should have won seventy three or seventy five, you
2: know. And it's like, oh, this guy had a great workout. It's like I get it, but sometimes I do think that when you see someone in person and they might blow you away physically, they're just a freak of nature. Their their measurements are out of control and whatnot, and then you fall in love with that. And look, I I don't I don't really know. I kind of defer to boss and some of the other guys and yourself too. Where you know, you usually whenever the Knicks have a high pick, and which is pretty much every year, uh, you're like deeper into the NBA. Um, NBA draft process so it's going to be interesting am I right by saying that it seems like there's a lot of safe 10-year guys in the league but it's really top heavy as far as like superstardom but there's a lot of guys that could be I don't want to say Andre Iguodala's but guys that could be playing in an NBA finals like they're, they're they're guys that could be NBA lifers
1: yeah, I mean, I, I still think the best is yet to come from Cam Reddish, a guy who was probably good enough to be the best player on tons of, of college teams, yet was the third best player on his Duke team. Um, the, uh, you have Garland, who didn't even play the entire season. You have a guy like Andre Hunter, who was surrounded by tons of talented players on Virginia. Um. You know, you, 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 kind of only get, you only kind of saw flashes of Deandre Hunter. Um, and then you have the kid from Spain. Who's really good. Uh, I'm high on, uh, not Spain, um, uh, France. Who's really good. Um, not Frank. Um, then you have Kevin Porter Jr. Who, um, <laughs> yeah, I had to throw that in there. Then you have a guy like Kevin Porter Jr. Who was highly regarded coming into the season. Um, and then he kind of had to stop. Uh, I think he got suspended from, uh, he got bounced from team activities in USC. um, so there's a lot of kind of shady guys, without a doubt, Nazir Littles. Um, so the, obviously there's that star power at the top, but then there's kind of, in my opinion, some solid depth here as well. So um, I, I definitely think you hit it on the head for sure. There's some guys that can be around in the league for a while. And they got Bol Bol, a guy who is Manute Bol's son, who's a whole, who's a uh, not a Hollow, but he's a really good. Uh, who's a really good NBA big man, super duper tall. Um, his son's in the league, who plays like a wing, but he's like seven foot something. I don't even know how tall he is. Um, who got hurt as well? Pl- only played like fourteen games uh, at Utah uh, at, uh, at Oregon as well. So, mm,
0: so few dudes who it. got yeah.
1: hurt. Few, you know, few dudes who got hurt that could have, um, you know, potentially finished higher up in the draft as well, uh, and some other guys that were surrounded by a lot of good talent on their teams in college as well. So. Um, Really excited about this year's draft. I think it's um, you know, to kind of wrap up here, I think it's obviously Zion, John Morant, RJ Barrett, Culver, Hunter, and then Garland. Um, that's kind of the six, in my opinion. That's how the order will go. Um, and then it's kind of a crapshoot. But I think if one of these teams likes like maybe the Suns or the Bulls really, really like Garland, they'd be interested in trading up. Um, so, you know, we'll see.
2: There you have it, guys. Our NBA draft expert.
1: hardly an expert but i listen to the right people i guess i could say
2: there you go you got bars regardless man you know what i'm saying imp this was a jam-packed episode we covered a lot of things i thought it would run a lot longer but we are professionals and pretty good at what we do so there you have it folks vm nba episode number 18 once again a big time congrats a good congrats to the toronto raptors winning their first nba title
1: Shout out four one six J from the six, man.
2: Shout out everybody from the six. Shout out Cabana. Shout out the weekend. Shout out Drake. Justin Bieber. Right? Right? Yeah. Shout out Nikki Benz. Alright, we'll, we'll wrap it up. We're getting crazy <laughs> now. Uh, where can they find you if they want to contact you, brother brother?
1: Hit me up. I M P Y seven one eight Twitter and Instagram. MP718 on Twitter and Instagram. You already know.
2: You can find me at the Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch. Give a follow to at Veterans Minimum on Twitter and Instagram. And we will catch you guys sometime next week, baby.
3: Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.